Shock City. Studios. We're live, everybody. What do you think? Should we change up the? Uh, should we go back to Casey Reeves and say, "Hey, we need an edit on the intro song. We need to say, turn that smartphone up tonight." There's no need for that. You can, you could, yeah. I guess you could aux us in through a radio. My name's Chris Denman. We got Travis Terrell, Michael Gaines in studio, Sam Engineering here at Shock City Studios. Today, let's get some business out of the way. Get your asses to Bomber O'Brien's. Tomorrow, if you're listening, which is Thursday, April 6th, we got Terry Yake. We're going to be hanging out doing a Q&A, watch party, jackassery, mitaki. I'm excited, guys. You can get tickets on our Facebook page through Eventbrite, Terry Yake, Q&A. We're raising some money for a local youth hockey rink. So appetizer buffet included in your ticket purchase, drink specials, do some giveaways, and you get to watch a hockey game with a pro and a couple of jackasses like us, Trav. I'm excited. It's going to be a good time. It's brought to you by Matthew Ehrenreich at Edward Jones. Big thanks to Matt and uh, his team for Edward Jones. I don't want to get too deep into it. He'll tell you a little bit more about that. So get out to the event so you can hear about Matt Ehrenreich helping you out. Hey, we're raising money for local local kids, the local youths. That's right. You don't want childhood diabetes ravaging the St. Louis area. Get out and play some hockey. But you can partake in a delicious buffet, the great drink specials at Bomber O'Brien's, and raise money at the same time while watching the Blues try to solidify a spot, a better spot, in the upcoming NHL playoffs. It's going to be a fun time. Matt Ehrenreich, Fairway Automotive, making it possible, and uh, we're hoping to uh, raise a little scratch. So if you're listening to this and you haven't bought tickets yet, make it happen. Come hang out with us. It's in South City, St. Louis. You come hang out, be part of the fun and uh, maybe a winner prize or two while you're there. Got a good group of people already coming. We just need to add to that to raise some more money for the kids. Uh, other things going on. We're going to have our updated iTunes ready, full-on show ready in the next day or two. We were hoping to have it today. Not quite yet, but uh, I do I do like thinking about this, Travis, where like a month from now when we've uploaded this into our iTunes feed, uh, people are like, what the what is he talking about? No, we're going to get that good to go because we know how you folks digest this podcast. So we'll have that ready to go, hopefully by this week, so you guys can uh, share it with your friends on the interwebs. That's right. (laughs) And uh, rate, review, tell everybody, let them know what's going on. Uh, Other big news, we got some podcasts joining our podcast network, so that's exciting. We'll have announcements about that this week. Uh, Tomorrow, Thursday the 6th, not only will we be joined by Terry Ake at a live event, we'll be joined by the one and only Adam Carolla. Calling in, talking about his new show on Spike, and uh, maybe we'll work in a couple other guests throughout the week as well this week. Is he, uh, does he, what does he do specifically? What is this Corolla <laughs> fella? What is he known for? For those who may, other than not inspire be you on a daily basis, he does. He's got that great curl. Mm, 
Mm-mm-mm. said, juicy-ass Jerry Curl. Anybody that's a white man like Adam Carolla that can keep the Jerry Curl popping in 2017 is a friend of mine. So I'm looking forward to having him on this week. That's right. Gaines, what have you been up to, man? Everything going good with you? Great, great. Happy uh, Wednesday, kind of. Yeah, yeah. kind of weird. Yeah, I. Uh, it, it's it's strange not being in. Five day! days. Five days a week. <laughs> but we get plenty of office time and different things like that. Travis, I'm sure you've been up to... Many busy things since you turned 33, and uh, I'm sure you've been equally lonely during that time. Very much so. I actually went to Golden Corral by myself the other day, boys and girls. And I tell you what, great people watching. They're Good so for you. They're Terrible s- food, though. It's Horrible it's, food. It's, it's absolutely... Unless they want a sponsor. Yeah, it will absolutely implode nah, your Terrible app. food. No, it's no well. It's not terrible. Thanks, it's Gaines. not good for you any way, shape, or form. It absolutely will implode your asshole. Mm. But that's not here or there. They are still. It's just fun. I think just having a selection of oh hey, I got a nacho fountain over here. I got rice krispie treats over here. I want to put it on my roast beef that's been sitting up for three hours. Mm-hmm. Why the hell not? Right. That's what I enjoy about turning thirty three. Hurry up and turn thirty three if you haven't made it yet. It's you cool. Go, you go to the early bird special. Hell yeah. That's when the best crowd is there because that's when the bus pulls up of old people and they just have the best stories. And they're almost dying. And the cool thing about that, you can take their money or rob them. So even if you're short on cash, you're like, they can technically pay for your meal and they won't be any the wiser. And they don't have time to call the cops. And you should be fast enough. Like you and Gaines, you guys should be able to outrun old people despite your Mm. large frame and your heavy set. That's on your body and bones. That's breaking you guys down every day. Will you? Do you foresee yourself using the same hack material if Gaines I and I ever decide to get back in shape? Well, that's the thing that's so great about this material is that you guys, since I've known you've been talking about losing weight. So until you do, I can continue to use it. But do you think it would be like funny at some point? No, I, I think when you guys actually lose weight, that will be the joke. Everybody can start to laugh. Oh, like, like oh, they finally did fat. it. Like, <laughs> after eight years, they're finally down to their appropriate weight size that will allow them to live a longer life. Gaines, is there a scenario where you're ever, like, truly ripped? No. Not once. You, you, you can say that at 25 for the rest of your life. That will literally never happen. No. It's not worth it. I agree. To be like truly ripped, it is absolutely. Yeah, you'd have to you'd have to go endocrinologist, and uh, you'd have to get you'd have to get all your balance level. Even at like twenty five, you'd he'd be like, "Listen, pal, you're gonna need some testosterone." I'll be skinny again. I will never be ripped. Always believe. No, believe you. I don't want to put that work in. Why not, man? As a think about you put that work in, you can put that work in if you know what I mean. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? That department's not a problem here, though. Okay, it only is with you, Travis. It is. Yeah. I need of a, I of need the a, uh, the uh, so-called best in shape of the show, you're kind of lacking the most. I I no I one begs the question: Is it about hair? Uh huh. Is it is more it, about hair? Is that I got a nice what? flow? I got a nice flow. I, you know, I wear hats to spite Travis. Like I got it, and I'm still gonna wear a hat. But I'm a brother, and we wear fitted hats all the time. But so you could also get perfectly. away with being bald and not being accused of being from the future. Well, technically, I can yeah. also wear a wave cap, and people don't know there's not hair underneath there. But the wave cap flies for me, so you can't wear a wave cap. If Gangs left this studio right now with a wave cap, he would get shot here on Southside. I don't even know what a wave cap is. It's basically it gives you hair waves, Private school. man. It is. Oh, is that what Lance Stevenson was wearing the other day? Mm-hmm. See how fresh them waves were. See how cool they looked. Mm-hmm. See how cool Lance Stevenson is. He, you know why he can blow in LeBron's ear? Because he got waves. 
That makes sense. If, see, now me, I don't have any hair. I can't just walk up to any random man uh, th- that doesn't solicit me and whisper <laughs> some sweet nothings in their I ear. I think I know some people in the uh, Friends of Wall oh, private Facebook boy. group that uh, that would do that, actually. I would probably do that. And you can do that tomorrow at Bobber O'Brien's. Come out and support local hockey and the St. Louis Blues. It's exciting, guys. I'm really good at this. I'm really good and good uh, at this. What do we want to get into today? So we'll just do an hour show today. I'll uh, tell people what we're going to do. If you missed it, on Friday, we had a great time with Carly in studio, but due to my stupidity with the website and some file size issues, the episode's just up on the website. So if you're hearing this and you haven't heard Friday, go back. Check it out. That's what's great about the internet. Hey, Chris. It's hey Chris, still there. You had size issues? <laughs> and we're like a TV outside show. Of, outside of fitting in jeans, I've never really had size issues. Hey, now. We're like For, a TV show, so you have to go back and watch that one. To you under, do. To understand To really one. understand today. <laughs> we, we are apparently now prison break. Yes. <laughs> we're right. alive. You have yeah, to go Yeah, I mean, back. you can enjoy us like Seinfeld, but you really want to know that callback from season two. Isn't prison break coming back? It came back, that le- is it came back yesterday. I, it's because, why not? Why not? Have you like, seen some of the original material that they're putting on television now? Might yeah, as well go back to the well. Why not? I don't know. I'm like, I think I'm okay with movies kind of doing that. But now that TV shows are doing well, that. Well, Fox has I done mean, it twice now. We did it with 24 and now they're yeah. doing it with Prison Break. These are these are strong staples. <laughs> these we are just, things that have made a ton Annie, of money for these networks. Annie, 24. Can we just go back and redo every single movie with just a black character instead? Are it, we that dumb? No, we're not dumb. It just is better. Like, oh, the white guy did it. I mean, why can't we give the black guy original content? That's a great question, Chris. Why not I just don't kick need, it off? I don't need Eddie Murphy in Gone with the Wind. I really don't. I so want to see that movie now. I, I just <laughs> thought about that movie. And... I think we're going to work on that script this afternoon. We can well, punch that out by this weekend. We've got some time, yeah. <laughs> have you ever seen Gone with the Wind? I have not seen Me Gone neither. with the Wind. There are several classic films that I've yet to truly sit down and watch, and Gone with the Wind is one of them. But again, it, isn't it like... It's probably be terrible. Well, there's... I feel, Do you know how slow moving it would be? Look, watch Rocky, the original Rocky made in 1979, oh, 78. The first half hour. And I love it. I love it. It's a great it. film, but the first it's half hour, slow. 45 minutes, very, the first two acts really take their sweet-ass time. Uh-huh. Something about those classic Still movies. better than the uh, four-wheeler riding version uh, made recently. Every time you say that, I'm like, I really want Black Lives Matter to come in here and protest our show uh-huh. because that's really, really racist that you don't enjoy Creed that has a 97% on freaking Rotten Tomatoes. And we all know Rotten Tomatoes races is here. So if Rotten Tomatoes oh. agrees with Creed, then it has to be good. Oh. 98%, Chris? Come on, man. Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of a gimme. That was such a dumb scene in the movie. Though. It was Thank not. You. It's Thank Philadelphia. You. Yeah, four wheelers in Philadelphia. In the oh, street. Okay, if we had a boxer in South City and he just sat around eating pork steak while walking up and down King's Highway, <laughs> yeah. you thought it was the coolest shit on earth. Exactly. See, mm-hmm. so that's cool for Philly. I'm I am from Philly, bro. Yeah, four wheelers are huge in Philly. They're big deals in the hood. I yeah. see. I live downtown here in St. Louis, and they're a pain in the ass when they come barreling through the alley. You have fucking horses on your farm. Who the hell are you to judge people on transportation horses, issues? Horses, all you hear is like... And then they go, nee, nee, and you're like trying to watch TV. Like, yeah, there's hey, an horse, in- shut up. I'm watching TV. There's, nee. a, there's an N-word that gets shouted from the, the four-wheelers in the city, pal, and it's not pleasant. Oh, 
I wasn't aware of that. Generally, gentlemen who ride four wheelers nice in the bandana. city. Nice bandana. I, I thought I was going to say something else. Yeah, that's what it? they generally said. They're very mm-hmm. sweet people. What, you have something against four wheelers? That's all they uh, have in the in the rural as area. A, as a defining scene in a a great film, yeah, I do. It's ninety eight percent our Rotten Tomatoes. It's it's higher rated than Godfather. What do you want me to do? That uh, seems a little ridiculous. That's, that's, I kind of agree, but that's yeah. why I think Rotten Tomatoes races as hell. But y'all don't be believing me when I say that shit. See, they're trying to they're trying to hide. Oh no, don't you mind us? Here's your ninety eight percent. Go away. Creed's their black friend on Rotten yes. Tomatoes. <laughs> what do you mean we hate black films? We gave Creed ninety eight percent, and it's a remake of a very white film. It's not a remake. It's a sequel. It's a sequel of a very white film. It's not a very white film. It's about the underdog. It's about someone who's poor. Oh, Spoon. I love that song. No, it's not. It's a good movie. It's about, it's about mean, your make... heritage, Gaines. Yeah. It's a forget about it. Stop it. And they say like the most one of the most successful like black boxers of all time just gets owned by this dude who he just came get, off the street. He doesn't get owned because Apollo Creed wins the first one, and then it comes Barely. out to Spoiler the final alert. Round. Sorry, my bad. Apollo. <sighs> also, Apollo Creed dies. Wow. That'll get him. I mean, that was, that was that kind was of unnecessary. That wasn't probably appropriate. Now, that was also, now that was kind of messed up that the Russia would come over and kill the black guy, especially since black people don't even fuck with Russians like that. We don't care. Like this whole, like Trump and Russia, like that ain't doing nothing in the streets because uh, we don't, we don't know me, a by Russia. By the way, that's an okie doke if I've ever seen one. This, this boogie monster in Russia, I mean, there's some heinous shit going on. <laughs> It's, it's and, worked. and we got people worried about if Putin is influencing Fox News. It's worked before. Remember the 80s? <laughs> we were too young, perhaps. But in the 80s, it's all we did. Like, anything but that then, happened, hey, Russia! Then we beat him in hockey, and it was all over. That's so. And that's what we need to do again. We need to just be- go ahead and just set up a hockey match between Russia. But now we're not, because they're not in the Olympics anymore. I think it's but then be- they are, but it's amateurs. But that's fine. I think that'd be even better. Because amateurs, they, yeah. Then you have Trump do a phase heel one turn. Of, phase one of their, uh, their bio program the uh the, yeah the, those kids uh that's that's 17 and a half year olds uh sporting a 12 pack how does that work but nobody but have you ever really met most people who are like man i want to go to russia no one wants to go to fucking russia it's just one of those places on the map where you're just like hey man i think they do some weird shit there and whatever they tell me they do i'm just gonna believe because i'm never gonna go there to find out no one really cares to go to Russia. It's like in two continents. That's pretty great. It really, and and like, again, what was it like? We know, and well, you guys are white, so you know a lot of people who do some stupid things for adventurous reasons. What, have you ever met someone that has been like, hey man, I want to go to Russia. No, because you go to Russia, you do some fucked up shit, you'll never be heard from again, and Agreed. ain't nothing we can do about it. The only thing I know about Russia is that like, a lot, like, like Hitler went in there and Napoleon went in there and then they that's how they lost because it was like winter. That's the and only thing they tempted to go. And then there's like Siberia, that part of Russia, and it's, people are just like, like no one goes there. <laughs> no one is, is that my right? Is Siberia in Russia, right? I have no idea. Yeah, it is. They have, see, prison, they have a prison up there. I'll say that's all the more reason. I don't even know what the fuck's in Russia. I don't even know if they have states, provinces. I don't know what that shit. All well, I you're know on is, their radar now, buddy. I know. Gosh. And then there's the simple fact. It's kind of like they have hackers. Dude, does Russia really have hackers? I don't know. It sounds like it. Have you seen like Russian news and porn? It's another. It's a whole other world. <laughs> Wait. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, Russian, have you? Russian sports and music. No, I, you know, no. Do no. they have like music? Yeah. They have, uh, if you remember, uh, Pussy Riot. Remember those girls that sung songs about uh, being progressive and... and Gay and Russia, which is like they were like the Dixie Chicks of Russia. I want to say uh, Tattoo was from Russia. Were they? All the things I said, all the things I said. 
Are there any famous like Russian Americans? Like people who grew up in like I know Mila Kunis is from uh what's that thing? Ukraine. <laughs> I, see, I don't even know what Ukraine I if, is. I bet if it was uh Zimbabwe, he'd have known right off the top. That's a continent though. No Africa in the country. Zimbabwe, Zimbabwe is not a continent. Well I'm just saying it's it's inside of Africa. Will you email that to the ACLU? Damn it, don't yeah. do it. So Travis can never don't use them as uh as a reference ever again. Hey, let's jump right into this, Chris. Well, I'm we kind of sauntered into it, but if you want to act like we jumped <laughs> right into your... Don't fucking say saunter. You don't overuse the F word because you can. No, here's what you do. You and your girlfriend, you guys get a uh. you get a dictionary and you find a special <laughs> word that you've never used before. And then as soon as we do a show, you come in and go, hey, I learned a new word. That's that exactly what you do. I don't have you a girlfriend, then you though. Over, yes. <laughs> so I Listen, can't do it. Listen, I'm out here exonerate fighting. <laughs> <laughs> what? You do George Bush some words. <laughs> I, I, a moment of truth between James and Travis. I do George you Bush see it, from time he, to time. Because I know Travis's the word I want to say, and then I get confused as to whether I'm using it in the proper context. Travis so is I do. so embarrassed right now. His, no. his cheek color is best described as black cherry. <laughs> Oh, how long have you had that in your back it pocket? It just came to me. <laughs> black. And I love that. I love black cherry flavored stuff. It's so good. Too. They Smoke really are so mm. good. It's you get a black good. cherry club soda. Oh, don't you get me started. Shoot. Has some Ciroc vodka and black cherry. Mm. Yo, night set, my friend. You're going to get all up in that vaginas. Whoa. I said, and I said plural. So you're going to get multiple vaginas that night with that black cherry soda. All right. Just putting it out there. Speaking of vaginas, Chris. Oh, bad transition. That leads us into today's. Question of the day. Nope, we don't have a question of the day. You say, hey, I got a hypothetical for you guys. Hey, guys, I got a hypothetical for you. Sorry, we'll edit that out. Funerals excluded. When is it okay to cry in front of your girlfriend or wife? Or bullshit. is it okay to do so? Gaines, is he qualified to ask this question if he... I was in a relationship at some point, Denman. Has it been since... Obama's last term? No. It was the night of Obama's inauguration. <laughs> I think it may have been that long. <laughs> it is okay to cry. Like, it, like if it's like a Denzel Washington movie. So it's okay to cry, but when is Training it? Training day? I didn't know you liked to get high. I was thinking more like Remember the Titans because like I always cry. I was going to say Preacher's Wife. Never seen it. I figured you didn't. That's Seems why I too said black it. To me. Yeah, I know. It had like three black actors. <laughs> three black too, actors. If you're cut a off, a little point. too urban. I like. I like. In fact, I think it was a white director, but I like how it's a black film as long as it has two black actors in it. Hundred percent. I, I feel like <laughs> that's that how funny? Hollywood designates black films. Yeah. One, two. It's black. It's a black they film. About guys. Did it, they about did it, and it ended up being a positive. They about did it to uh, to get out. They were making it look like. Something and then all of a sudden they're like, "Oh no, this is just good." So we'll say this is great for the community. No, Am I right? No, no, no. no. Like, Jordan Peele's was... black. No, but they were trying to pigeonhole it as just a black only, film. And I have no problem with a black film, but they were trying to pigeonhole it. And I thought, in a good way, he brought credibility to that. It's like call it a black film. It's a good film. I think there are a lot of really good black films, but I think there is some truth to that, by the way. You know way. what I mean when I say that, though, No, right? absolutely. I think a lot of people like to just like, designate oh, it well, like... Oh, when does he dress up like a woman? You son of a bitch. I would punch him in the face, but he's right, because history shows that that generally happens, just as Dave Chappelle. But no, under what circumstances do you think, like, Chris, you've been in, you know, what, what some would consider a fruitful situation. So when do you think it's okay to cry in front of the person that you're making coitus with? 
I mean, it just depends on how much whiskey you've had. <laughs> Have you ever cried in front of someone you're dating? Oh, sure. Yeah, probably. I think the most... Yeah, I don't want to get into that one. Oh! Uh, no, nobody likes those stories. Um, it's. Ooh. I knew a guy who would cry after he beat the holy fuck out of another dude. That was thought you were going to say his girlfriend. Pretty f- Oh, so gosh. That, See? Was, yeah. that's, <laughs> that would I'm have glad been you a terrible. Yeah. I knew this no. guy that he would literally kick his girlfriend down he's the a, steps. He would feel awful about it and cry right. in the other room. And now he plays for the Eagles. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Shot at a former collegiate athlete. Uh, no, I, yeah, I mean, I'm sure I, I have definitely, but uh, I think... <sighs> did you okay when you did it i mean did it you, were you conscientious of you crying that she was around it's not really a thing i do that much you know so Chris if it happens it happens he's a cold emotionless motherfucker i'll tell you that <laughs> oh i cried in front of my girlfriend on monday For sunday what? sunday For, what was she lose happening? a bat no the uh i cried at the opening like montage of the cardinals season uh 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 uh, uh. Before we praise him, uh huh, I know what you're gonna ask. What time did you start drinking? On there Sunday? you oh. go. There it is. Eleven forty-five. And what time was cr- this? About eight eight p.m. Six forty-five, probably because it's before the game. Yeah, so you're about twelve. That doesn't really count. The Fourteen MD twenty twenties deep and oh yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> that was a moment of very just just direct just admittance and wow gains. That was uh. I really, I'm, I'm sad you guys didn't get to see that. I, I think I, rem- I re- think I, I rem- mean, you talk about candor coming through <laughs> your face. Oh, I think yeah. I sort of recall. I don't know. I think we went to Huntington Beach, Fourth of July week, and ESPN was doing a coming home special of troops who have been overseas and then were surprising their families at sporting events. And ESPN had created this seven-minute montage, and we were watching it, and I, the person I think you were with at the time, I don't know if they were in the room, but if you've ever seen those videos, holy shit, they're emotionally overwhelming. Like, those are some really good, powerful videos. you got the family, they come out on the field, and they wave on the Jumbotron at their father or their it's pretty, husband. It's pretty then, strong stuff. And then literally out of the tunnel with 90,000 people cheering them on, here comes dad who's been in Afghanistan for a year and a half, and it breaks you. It is hard stuff. So we're watching it. I don't think we, we had alcohol at the time. But we were getting ready to go to the beach, and the girls we were waiting on, they were getting ready, so we were watching it, and it was like three guys in a room, and it just got... Classic compl- classic Travis, got, three dudes in a room. Well, it's how I rolls, how We Are Live got started. Oop. And so we it, like we all like just got really quiet, and like all you heard was... <laughs> <laughs> and like, But the beauty about it is, especially when this guy's in the room, no one wanted to turn to each other to see if they were crying, but you knew. You knew crying was happening. So there have been moments where I've been with a girl and something similar like that comes on TV where I'm like, I cannot cry in front of her in this moment. Oh, so you're like embarrassed to cry. I feel like I'm not there yet. Like, I feel like the only way I would want to cry in front of the person I'm with is if they're my wife. But I don't want us to break up. Well, (laughs) that's why I don't cry. Well, that's freaking rude. <laughs> no, but you. I don't. I think it's okay to cry in front of your girlfriend. I just you really have to pick and choose when you do it. Yeah, don't be. Uh, 
an active crier. Yeah, there you go. You can. I think you're only up technically. You should be technically on every twelve months. Feel free to go to that well. well only if once need be. a year. Once a year. Once Some a good year. movies though. Yeah. I know you gotta you gotta pick and choose which one you're gonna use to cry maybe, on. Maybe maybe lay off the alcohol, man. Yeah, you know, probably not a drink. But, but like, what if you're watching Fresh Prince of Bel Air and Will's dad like comes ooh, back and then like a, he just he throws the statue ooh. down and then Uncle Phil hugs him, gets me every time. Uncle, he don't want me, man. <laughs> man, that is a tough episode. You ain't lying. I don't. Ooh. If you watch that and What's another the, sad movie in the year, then you're that's the only you exception. You can get two if you watch the Will Smith Fresh Prince episode what a, when his father leaves. What's something embarrassing that's caught you at the wrong moment or just caught you in a cheese moment that's, oh. that's got you just a little twinkle in your eye? Like, it was. Oh, what, it, it, happened wait a uh, uh, it happened recently. I was at a good friend's house. And, and you don't have to say, I mean, we all know Armageddon did that to you. This motherfucker didn't come back. <laughs> He sacrificed himself. He did himself. it for her. He, he um, did it for her. Just think about it. We would not have Ben Affleck if it wasn't for Bruce Willis. <laughs> he made that sacrifice. He made that happen. Steven Tyler was a big part of that, too. <laughs> I, have, I have a really embarrassing one. Oh, yes, oh. please. Juice so, it up. So, uh, my mom used Sam, to watch... We screwed, we screwed up by not giving Sam uh, sad music for this. <laughs> That'd be so good. My mom used to watch The uh, Biggest Loser. Do you remember that? Yeah. You know what? And they, I, I'm have, gonna give you a reprieve on this. They have some some of the like people's intro stories on the Biggest Loser are so fucking sad, and like I would just like cry sometimes yeah. talking about I'm, their intro I'm, stories. I'm here for my family. It's like oh shit, them joints do be hitting home. Yes, yeah, they, <laughs> them joints do be hitting home. Yes, that's a, but that, does that it make was, you feel worse that some stuck up fuck face thirty four year old producer produced that yes. and made it to elicit that emotion <laughs> from you? And then all those like scandals that happened with like uh, the Biggest Loser and how they're all fat now because of the weight loss wasn't safe and right. they have more complications <laughs> in their health. It's like oh, but who would have tried their best? Sounds like Gaines has done some research. <laughs> like, who would have thought a reality show about losing weight would actually do something shady just to get ratings and people to watch? And so. the trainers are now so much worth, worth so much more money than Didn't they were one before die? the show. Didn't one, one die? One just had a heart attack, I yeah, think. Yeah, one just had guy. a heart attack, yeah. So my brother and I, and this is way more funny whenever you know me in my in shape phase. Right. My brother and I always joked, because I can lose, if I put my mind to it, I can lose 80 pounds in like six months, 60 pounds in two or three months. No joke, and I've done it many times. My brother could do the same thing technically. He goes like six 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 seven. 350 pounds so but we joked that we would go on there and i would lose all the weight for us as the team and he would just kind of be snacking the whole time <laughs> that was gonna be our plan i'm over here killing myself hitting the speed bag and dave's you know go get him bub he just got like three rice krispie treats in his hand <laughs> yeah. hey punch harder bro no 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 punch harder you got us don't worry about this you got us there were like there were always the brother teams that were the jackasses because they would like strategize how to win the game actually and not, <laughs> not just actually, care about losing like, weight <laughs> instead of getting healthy. Yeah. Like no, no, we need this money. They, how does it work? They'd win immunity and then just gain like fifteen pounds, so the numbers were good the next week. <laughs> hey, capitalism in its finest. Yes. Travis, what's yours? I I had one. I was that somebody I cried. He's like today. <laughs> no, I did. There was someone I was dating. And we went to see Toy Story 3. 
And uh, you told the way you described Toy Story three to me. It's one of the greatest films oh, ever created. Geez. There's no doubt in my mind that Toy Story three will go down as one of the top ten films of all time. There's no doubt in my mind. Especially the last twenty minutes, the third act of Toy Story three is some of the most brilliant writing on, in cinema history. You know, I'm Andy's age. <laughs> you just ruined it. That's okay. You wanted to know how long I, you wanted to know how long I've been holding on to Black Cherry. How long has Gaines been waiting for that opportunity? <laughs> it's like, uh, fun, fun fact. It, we, we Do you went say to that college when you the introduce yourself? Toy Story three went to when he went to college. Do you introduce yourself at groups when you're meeting new people? Like, say a fun fact about you. It's like, well, Andy from Toy Story, Real same, same age. age, same class. So. <laughs> Guys, it, it's really important for people my age. We talk about it a lot, okay? It is just a, let me have that. I think you're talking about just building a story to a great ending. And I was, I did, uh, I didn't get inebriated, but I partook in the herbal essence of Earth before I went to see Toy Story. And it was in 3D. So, I mean, I felt like I was in the film. Didn't need to be in 3D? It, it, it. Was in 3D. I didn't need to pay the forty-seven dollars. Does a man need thirty-inch rims? No. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Chris. Finally, someone gets me. And so, uh, no, I was there, and so I was doing pretty. I was doing well because a lot of emotional parts of that movie. And then when it got to Andy, Andy. Oh shit! Here it comes again, Andy. Yeah, are you getting choked up? Oh man, Andy, fucking giving the toys to the girl, giving the kids, and then he goes one by one, describing how each toy was important to him throughout his childhood. I lost it. Like I held it in, and then he got to when he got to Woody, he got to why Woody was so important to him, and then he just the entire theater just gets quiet. And you hear literally. So there's children there too. Guys, Travis's eyes are getting. And the children, watery. the children are like, not Andy, not Andy. But you grew up with these toys. You were 12, 13 when this movie came out. And now here you are. I was in early 20s. We are very whole much well aware of it, Craig. Oh, God. But then you just see it and, and it's, it's, oh, it's so sweet. And it's just a sentimental moment. And I lost it. And yes, I cried. Fortunately, she was crying too, so she understood. And since it's still one of the greatest films of all time, it's no big deal. But it was definitely a heartbreaking moment. It's something I'll never forget. Like it was my it was my personal nine eleven. That's what it was for me. Do you guys remember what, what was uh, Grand Torino? Oh, sh- with Is Clint that, Eastwood. Yeah, the where he's the old racist guy. Get where off, he plays himself. Get off my lawn. I always say Grand Torino is like the prequel to Ferguson. <laughs> I feel like that's where everyone oh, got. Oh, so bad. He helped out people. <laughs> he was just like, Give me a, how about another pop, dragon lady? <laughs> just like, this is not well-intentioned. This is racist as hell. This is this is setting the terrible tone. In it fact, was well-intentioned. I feel like Grant Torino set the stage for Donald Trump's presidency. I can't argue with that. <laughs> it got to set the stage. It did become one of my favorite I mean, Get Off My Lawn is so great. Get Off My Lawn. Like, every white man in America over 50 was like, yeah, yeah, Blackie, yeah, Brownie, <laughs> get off my lawn. No, I don't think that's what he was saying did at all. Did you cry? I Did you do in Cran Torino? Yeah, at the end. Oh, when he got shot up? Yeah. I was, I was like, hey, man, <laughs> keep shooting. Shoot his racist ass. You know, I, yeah, the the most egregious part of that film was that kid's acting. Oh, it was <laughs> awful. 
Wait. And the and the going look, back, I I thought there were some fun parts to not fun good oh, parts. Oh, to the fun film. parts, Chris. There was some fun to <laughs> oh, it. Oh yeah. What, yeah. Were your, what were your favorite parts of Grand Torino, Chris? Um, where the whenever he just wouldn't conform. <laughs> like Judd Nelson and Breakfast Club. Yeah, he's not one to conform. I nice I, pull. I know. I, yeah. I did pretty okay. Well. I'm very happy yeah. with myself. I uh. Always thought that there were some awful, terrible racial slurs for blacks, and then I saw Gran Torino, and I was like, "Man, Asians have it tough too." There were some awful things that Clint Eastwood. Come on, he man. saved his life. Like, man, he called him like every unnecessary Asian slur actions, in the book before he did it. Actions speak louder than words. Hey, <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> Look at Chris. That is the Farmington way of life. Yeah, but I did feed him. Farmington got a sh- <laughs> Farmington got a shout out last night on Farmington Mo Cardinals because uh, Jake Arrieta was born J- in that hospital. <laughs> <laughs> Jake Arrieta, pitcher for the Cubs, uh, was born in my hometown of Farmington, Missouri. I think he lived there till he was three or four. And got and, wise and left. Yeah. <laughs> and he grew up in Texas. But yet the national people are always like, so what was it like in Farmington, Missouri? <laughs> How big of a Cardinals fan were you? He's like, uh, I'm a Texas guy. Uh, it was great. My dad worked there. <laughs> you know, it's like, I don't know. Speaking of that, your boy, Arietta, I went to the Cardinals-Cubs baseball game yesterday. A couple things to cover. Okay. Security uh, at the uh, at major. I wonder if this is like this around the league. It took a long time to just get in the game. We missed three innings waiting to get into the game. There's a new security protocol that's been enacted by Major League Baseball. We made, but we but made it through fairly than, quick. I don't understand what's different than last year. I'm not particularly sure what the details are, but I know they wanted to enact a brand new security protocol. Uh, just I went through it on Sunday. It's the same thing. It is the exact same thing. Yeah, really? So I don't get it. I don't know if they're just getting it. I think it has to do with people. Like, uh, didn't pull my phone out. I think it's that and getting people back into the mix. But then again, at the same time, you have new people at every game probably. It's also Cubs cards too. True. Yeah. So that's a popular one. Other things I noticed at the game. Uh, first of all, you can't go and not almost spend $100 every time you go. Um, what up with what that? What about... Yeah, what up with that? The other thing, who is this guy? Full scale, grown adult male over the age of, we'll give him 25. I'm going to say he was 30-ish. In full-on Kansas City Royals gear at a Cardinals-Cubs game. I get it that that's regional and he's some turd who works here who's being forced to go by his, uh, his significant other. I personally lived in Kansas City and would go to Royals games and would wear neutral colors if I didn't want to root for the Royals because I don't want to root for the Royals. I always thought that was understood. People do that at football games, too. You see, like, dudes showing up in all 49ers gear, all, all uh, Raiders gear. I'm okay gear. with it for football games. What? It's like your team's only day. No. You see that all the time. So you're telling me if it's a Rams-Seahawks game, you're at, someone you're showing up in a Chiefs gear, you're okay with. Yeah, it's, That's it's, asinine. That doesn't people, make any sense. That's psychopathic. Yeah, people wear football jerseys all the time everywhere. Just because you make it a personal style choice to wear <laughs> grown men's jerseys to get All coffee does not mean that we sub- we should be subjected I'm, to I'm it. I'm okay with it for football, not baseball. I, I think no, it's like... No, you got, you got it. If you're going to let football, football run, an experience. Let like, football's literally an experience. The hat, I would maybe let fly. If you go to... If you if you had maybe just the Royals hat on, oh, I would have been... for sure But fair the, game. the jersey, too? I'd said it wasn't a fair game. Okay, yeah. The jersey should not. Hat, maybe. 
But even then, but I, when I lived in Arizona, people. I would go to Diamondback games, and I didn't care for at Diamondbacks versus the Brewers, but I would just wear neutral colors and just watch a baseball game. I don't think that's that difficult, but to get in full Royals regalia, second game of the year, that seems pretty, hey, look at me. I feel like he's he wanted people to be yeah. like, hey, go go eat a yeah. dick, douchebag. I feel like right. he wanted people to say something to yeah. him just so he can go to Kansas City Twitter and go, look what these mean Cardinal fans did to me in St. Louis. Right. I feel I, like that I don't was understand his motivation. It. I don't get it. I think you're a psychopath if you show up to a football game and it's the Redskins and Cowboys and you have on Giants gear. You're an I idiot. You're an so asshat. Weird. That's weird. That's football dumb. Why are you there? 17 dates a year. <clears throat> then don't go. Or go and just wear neutral colors. That's oh, stupid. That Why weird. are you showing up at a Redskins Cowboys game in Giants gear? I don't think that's that's weird. That's very weird. That's, that's Especially this, since they're in the same division. You know what? Now I understand. I understand why your community always is like, well, he was a quiet boy and he was okay when he goes and <laughs> shoots up an entire train. Like, oh, you just guys just, I'm okay with it. It if happens. we're talking about community here, it's usually black people that are wearing a bunch of different jerseys to football games. No. And no, they well, have Rams the ones, games are different because the Rams have, are awful. And they have the ones that um, are like 50 different teams sewn together. <laughs> I just thought about it. Like Nelly it's like, at the Super Bowl. It made sense. It's the Super Bowl. He can't represent one team at the Super Bowl. He, would, he was wearing a half Tony Saragusa, half Strahan, I think. There you go. That made sense. That made, Those are the two teams that were playing in the Super Bowl. That two made, big dudes, too. Now if, now, if he wore that to a Seattle Seahawks game, he was like, "What? The, that's weird. Why don't you think that's weird? I, for football, I really don't think it's weird. People wear football jerseys everywhere all the time. I'm more upset at people who wear teams' jerseys that aren't the team's colors to events. So, like, Cardinal pink jerseys. Like, I get Why it. I hate breast cancer. I Because I don't care for it. good question. I mean, I love breast. I don't care for cancer. Why are we celebrating cancer? There's no need to celebrate Bringing cancer. awareness. I'm very well aware of cancer. So you're saying the NFL doesn't care about breast cancer? I'm almost certain the NFL does not care about breast cancer. It's interesting. I see a a lot of pink in the NFL games. I also see a lot of athletes punching boobs and punching faces of women. So it's very hard to believe that the NFL, of all things, care about... Now I feel like they NFL, told me they do. Well, that's true. They av- now I can see the NFL advocating for cancer. That's how awful they are. I can see the NFL like, hey, you should probably try cancer. You should try it. Absolutely. They didn't care for concussions for the longest, but that's stupid to me. I, I would, uh, I get it why they do it because it's it's an easy sell. I feel but, like pink is okay since there's initiatives behind it for leagues, but or is I, it a I way of being sexist but hiding behind it? A, Travis, a very why serious- do you wear your Burberry? Jersey to the Cardinals games. Well, first of all, when Northwest Plaza, the big mall here in St. Louis, was open back in the day, you can customize any damn jersey you wanted, and, and people would absolutely turn the the numbers and the players' names on jerseys and get Burberry numbers put on them. Those were the beautiful days of St. Louis. I want to go back to those days, Chris. I've missed those days. Simple times. Uh, Gaines, what do we what do we want to get into? What else do we have here? Do we well, need to do. Some fair or foul to end the show. Well, Anything else going on? Well, before we go, can you tap on the mic? Because I think it's time for open mic. Is this thing on? That was, that was you, want, you want to do our jingle? Let's that work was good. We worked on no. the jingle this week. Let's Mm-mm. do it. Come on, man. I'm good. So did you guys uh, Did you guys <laughs> see yesterday? His, his voice was really inflected there. <laughs> Uh, our girl Kendall Jenner was uh, in the news <laughs> for a uh, Pepsi ad 
that made uh, protesting seem like a very like pleasant, uh, pleasant uh, experience. Didn't those, catch this. It was a Pepsi were, commercial. Yeah, Chris, this is good. Where uh, Kendall Jenner's in a blonde wig, and this uh, protester catches her eye from the streets and is like, "Oh, come out and join us!" <laughs> and so she. Everybody's smiling. It's a great time. Um, the cops aren't in riot gear. It's pretty awesome. And uh, Kendall Jenner joins the protest with uh, Pepsi in hand and then hands it to a cop. And everybody kind of cheers because she hands the Pepsi to a cop. And it was awesome. There was I, what I love about this. And people were saying outrage. I think I think I don't think people are as outraged. I think they're just as how, how hilarious tone deaf the commercial yeah. is. Oh, I saw way more jokes than like. It was way think, more jokes think than think pieces, pieces right? <laughs> yeah. So there were people. So essentially, it is it is as tone deaf as it gets. Kendall Jenner, as Gaines just described, is doing a photo shoot and outside in the streets is this protest going on. It, but it to the point of what Gaines just suggested is the happiest fucking protest. Oh, it looks like a World Series ever. parade. It re- <laughs> And so Kendall Jenner takes off this blonde wig, throws the blonde wig, by the way, in the black stylist's face <laughs> as she walks out to go protest. She goes and daps people up. She's got on her nice little jean fit <laughs> and the whole nine. And there's not one protest sign, by the way, in sight. There's no one with a protest sign. And again, happiest fucking people in the world. And then they walk up to the police, not in riot gear. And Kendall get- Jenner just, hey, Pepsi. And then the police officer is like, hey, no pepper spray. Are you mad from an artistic standpoint? It's like, listen, if you're going to make this commercial, make it realistic. Like, would you have liked it better had Kendall Jenner taken some pepper spray to the face? Had Kendall Jenner (laughs) gotten a boot to the mouth? Like, would that be good? That's what protests are. Boots in the face. There should have been a mind-resistant vehicle going up, almost running over the protesters. Right, right. There should have absolutely been rubber really bullets angry. shot at her neck. Dogs really, barking. Dogs barking. Really, really angry. Slightly husky. They probably played high school football police officers from a neighboring county in full-on war mode. Like, this is their Sunday. And I felt, like, this is re- what's happening. Oh, and I felt like, hey, if you really want to sell this Pepsi, get the fire hoses. <laughs> they, they hit the fire hose and then the protesters spray back with Pepsi. Yes, can't fool us. Or then, like the <laughs> or the water hits Jenner and she's just like, oh my god, and she just looks uber sexy and is like, hey, drink a mm-hmm. Pepsi. That's how most protests go down. Hey guys, guys, related. I would have loved it. Real quick, one more. I would have loved it if she replaced if she replaced a Molotov cocktail with a Pepsi bottle. <laughs> To just some hard, hard looking brother. <laughs> that would be. Oh uh, my uh, god. Uh, 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 uh. So now you get you get an actual kind of reality, but you also get white ca- white girls. Well, so Armenian, there needs to be Armenian girl saves the day. No, no tribesmen. There needs to be. You know what I mean when I say this. Is- well, they definitely could have went after Coke because you know Coke is po- popular for the bottle. Maybe Pepsi could have introduced their own bottle by offering the Molotov cocktail. That would make more sense. I yeah. like that. It's good I branding. Like that. that is good branding. Hennessy uh, has a rep. Run up and pour some <laughs> Hennessy in the bottle. Hang on. <laughs> Don't mind me. <laughs> Like, this is the best Pepsi. This is a great crossover oh, commercial. You think you can do subtle racism? <laughs> Hire We Are Live for a. Wheeler, uh, an in-your-face Wheeler Walker Jr. esque 
If you really want the point to be made, hire us. We'll punch that baby up. Not one damn building was on fire. What kind of fucking <laughs> protest is that? That's true. <laughs> I didn't see anyone in like half-dressed clothing screaming <laughs> in a wall. Nobody running out of a crazy store people. With an Xbox Four. <laughs> crazy people joining in and acting like they're part of it. Yeah, that's fun. Uh, related to the story, guys, diabetes rates for African Americans projected to decline over the next five years. Boom, motherfuckers! Yeah, Obama, uh, we did cause, it. It's because. Trump cut sugar subsidies. Or, or Coke welcome. sales will just go You're up. Welcome. I, feel, I, I feel like that is something Trump will take credit for. Listen, I helped them. Look. They weren't doing anything for themselves. <laughs> Look, their bloodstream, very bad, very slow. Tastes nice. Don't want it in you. <laughs> I feel like that could be a slogan for something else. Could be a mm-hmm. Tastes nice, don't want it in you. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh. Wow, that's a good open mic. It's a good mic, man. Um. So Shia LaBeouf has a new movie, guys. I heard about this. It's a called b- Man Down. Oh, I may check it out. What is, is it a it real out? movie or is this like he's released it on uh, Friendster? Well, that's where the that's where the story takes over. Oh, okay. <laughs> Haven't heard a lick about this, but how'd I know? The film screened at a theater in the UK. Did you put quotes around that theater? No, it was a real theater. <laughs> he rented out a nightclub. It was and got a real a theater. It was a Panera in Europe. Yeah. And somebody only, just had it on their iPhone. Only one ticket was purchased <laughs> for, the, for the movie. <laughs> one ticket. Hmm. Is he's that re- a publicity stunt, or is he that just? It's a out publicity. It's got to be a publicity stunt. Who purchases one ticket? And uh, it's it was also released on demand at the same time. DVD, huh? Blu-ray. Yeah, that's strange because you think even though he's a nut job. I guess you could have somebody with his means set it all up, but neglect, since he's like, I'm doing this DIY, but neglect to like do a Twitter campaign or any kind of drip marketing or anything like that to where he pays an absorbent amount to have a premiere right. with no, he didn't alert the press. Yeah, he. so he's like a Marine who is searching for his estranged son uh, after returning from a tour in Afghanistan. This sounds like a pretty good film. Sounds like a decent concept. I just, I don't understand why you release it in the uh, in the UK and then straight to DVD. I, I don't know. Who, who buys DVDs? Shia LaBeouf. We, he, don't, we don't have the technology to get inside. Is Shia LaBeouf like the most disappointing white man ever? Oh, he could be. Uh, he made up, up there. The Corey's the Corey really set a standard in the 80s. They did, but Shia LaBeouf had it handed to him. He had everything. Yeah, yeah, everything I mean, he set w- they out put for him, him in the new Indiana Jones. Yeah, right? they yeah. set yeah. him up like, to be what, the Transformers. Next big Transformers. He screwed that one up too. He screwed that up. He could have. Yeah, he was kind of on the path of the rock, right? He was like on, just he, to be in he was every on, damn he was, blockbuster movie. He was on the paths to be. Um, who's in Jurassic World? Um, and he was in Parks Chris and Rec. Pratt. Yeah, he was on the path of being a, a guy that could be the face of a franchise and everything. And yeah. everything he can do a little comedy, he can do a little serious. He can be the action hero. He just felt you know like who he reaped was, the rewards. Who was that? Miles Teller. He's like, you need a dark-haired white guy with kind of a pointy nose. Yeah, I'm on it. Yeah, Miles. I'll give him credit, and, and that's some of the same signs of Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay Lohan fell through. Who stepped up? Emma Stone. He's like, yeah. You don't, good you, don't want the, you don't want this redhead shine. <laughs> I take it, and she ran with it. So you're exactly right. Hollywood will give you a shot, or they will like, I will find a fucking duplicate, yeah. and they'll be your ass. That is, that's one of the things. Miles where Teller's a good one. Yeah, like, that that man. That's so true. Because like you think about some of these, like, um, uh, who does like uh, Family Guy is a good example. Right. Whoever the hell did the first season of Meg's voice. 
probably yeah. thought probably thought she was a little too important. They couldn't move on without her. Actually, we can. <laughs> <laughs> that that is the beauty of Hollywood. Hollywood will let you know right away. Hey, we will let you do a lot of shit. But up until a point, and Shia LaBeouf was like, "Well, I'm gonna find out what this point is." Well, think and about he exceeded it, and they were like, "Fuck you, Miles Teller, get in here." I think the most famous case of this too, and I can't believe we haven't brought it up. Vincent Chase was replaced by Jake Gyllenhaal in Aquaman, Aquaman. Two. Nobody ever talks about. that. I mean, that was such a, a huge change. Nobody didn't ever even talks miss about a beat. Didn't miss a beat, and it still went on to sell millions. No one ever talks about that. That's so weird. Never mm-hmm. understood it. What? So was that mean like Jack Black had a falling out and that's why Josh Gad's a thing? Could be. Yeah. We do need to find those correlations. We'll do the segment on that. That is hilarious. Did, just, why are you famous? I, again, What I, star <laughs> fucked up? Right. And why are you famous I just, now? I just really feel like Josh Gad is Hollywood's fetch. I said it last week. They're really doing their best to make him happen and I just don't see it. You do a film with Kevin Hart, and people still don't know who the fuck you are. You oh, really? Oh, they know who he is. They know who he, he was is. Olaf. In what? Frozen. Oh, I wouldn't have known. Are you serious? That's what he was. Oh yeah, that's a I, great uh, way to make a check. I, I have no clue he was. I haven't. In that. I haven't seen the film, but uh, one of the biggest Disney films ever. I'm sure, right? Yeah, I think it's it has to be just from exposure. I think, oh, it, yeah. I think it grows yeah. more than Lion King. He's in Beauty and the yeah, Beast too. Just because. The damn thing is uh, in the uh, rooted in Caucasian yeah, roots. Really Travis um, Travis doesn't appreciate it. Don't care for it. Josh Gad's character in Beauty and the Beast is the one that created all the controversy in Alabama because he's like he's gay. In Beauty and the Beast, they made one of the um, spoiler alert. They made one of no. I haven't even, I haven't seen How the movie. How is he gay in the movie? You, Does he well, have a partner? No. Spoiler alert: If you go see the movie. <laughs> I'm about to say, I feel like if he goes, especially alone, yeah. which I was technically planning on doing. No, he was. Now. He's he's one of the. Uh, they made a homosexual character, and Josh Gad played it. But he's correct? yeah, he's one of the things in the house. Like oh, the, he's one of the so, uh, the the uh, the uh, that furnitures. Is, that yes. is Slim Pickens. If he's like the, uh, he's the candle holder. He's I think like, that's what I'm he just, is. I'm looking. I'm looking for any eligible other male candle holders. Or he's like, like, who's gonna light my wick? <laughs> <laughs> who's gonna light it? Mm, I'll see you over there, match. Light this wick. You're going to yeah. light it. That's oh, do you guys want to hear like the punchline to this story? Yeah, please. Fire away. This news creates significant holes in potential profits for this movie to break even Stevens. I see what you did there. Even Stevens was a show. Sam, Chris, that was cut the audio. Holes was a movie. Holes was a movie. That was a good, Shia LaBeouf was, that was another show. Maybe it'll transform into a hit. Oh, well done. Well done. I, I bet he was... Disturbed by the selling. Ah, that's a good one. That's a uh, maybe he can watch it on his iRobot. <laughs> was he an iRobot? He was an iRobot. He was. No. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh, why do all white people look alike, Chris? <laughs> Wait, he was an iRobot? Yeah, he was uh, with Will Smith. With Will Smith. And uh, was what that? was he? Well, he was the quirky assistant or whatever. Yeah, he was like the quirky street kid. I love that it's, uh, oh, shucks, Will Smith. <laughs> Chris Cole. That's fine. Chris Cole, Shia LaBeouf, Haley, Haley Joel, Joel Osment. Osment. I thought you meant ah! the one. <laughs> Ironically. That's racist as hell. Adrian Grenier was in that robot movie with, uh, with uh, Haley oh, Joel Osment, Oh, that was uh, AI. Yeah. Same one letter. It was, it was Iverson's debut film. Yeah. Do you remember I, that? I've seen that 30 for 30. I did. A- <laughs> Adrian Grenier was in the car that tried to pick him up. Why do you know? Jump in. You know a lot of Adrian Grenier films. 
you know more like you do realize he was just playing I think he was in like three (laughs) movies ever head on Uh, (laughs) what was that one he did with uh, with Mandy Moore oh yeah I think he was actually in Mandy Moore's movie or something who knows Mandy Moore's an actress yeah All right. legit actress let's uh, keep the open mic uh, moving along Uh, our friend uh, Tony Romo retired why why is he our friend I'm about to say, oh, Travis, did you have, because he went to Eastern Illinois? Travis, did you have relations with his wife when she was a Pi Beta Phi at the University of Missouri? I do actually remember her coming into the restaurant flat branch we worked at uh, because she was Miss Missouri, I think. Was she? She won Miss Missouri once, and she came in, actually had a graduation party. And uh, looked kinda, like kind of creepy, Gaines. She was weird. fine as hell. And then, of course, her brother is actor Chase Crawford, who, of course, was in Gossip Girl. <laughs> Everybody fucking knows Gossip Girl. Hello. I'm one of the greatest throws ever. Uh, am I the only one who watched Gossip Girl itself? So, it's really fucking good. You guys should really check it out. No, yeah, she was extremely hot. And so uh, that w- she g- he got with her after Jessica, Jessica Simpson. Simpson. yeah. So that, nice. But he retired yesterday. He did. He's joining CBS's number one broadcast team. For football. That's I gr- get it. It's a great move. Hell yeah. You can't ask for a better move. You're going to get a very decent salary. <clears throat> Work eight, gonna- 80% less than you do. And then the guy is, and I thought someone made a very good point. The guy is really, really good golfer. Like people say he could legitimately go on a tour and maybe win a tournament or two. He came near to qualifying for the U.S. Open like four years ago, five years ago. So I think, hell, continue to work on your golf game, maybe jump in a tournament or two. Him and John qualify for the U.S. Open. Him and John Smoltz. Yeah. They'll have Tony Romo on. They have so so many golf tournaments that he'll be able to be an analyst on. Absolutely. And that's even better. And then again, you're going to get, well, out of CBS, you're your number one team to the A team. So you're going to probably get a nice, decent two, $3 million contract to do that. And if he's decent at it, he'll be doing this for the next 15 to 20 years. years. Him and John Smoltz need to do a reality show. Where they square off and who get who can qualify for the most pro events? Tony, yeah, that would be really cool. That would be cool. No, I I think the move Tony Romo retiring made a ton of sense. And I, I think, also think he's coming back though. I don't think he's coming back. What's well, the as point? NFL player, Take a year off, Roger? No, just do the Roger Clemens thing. That oh, work. close to playoff time. A <laughs> quarterback goes oh, yeah. down. Like like Dak Prescott goes down next year when the uh, Cowboys are nine and one. Tony Romo is the quarterback in week eleven. I don't see it. No way in hell. And I and annoying CBS contracts. I don't see how that. I'm almost certain oh, they've covered their. Asses. You can make. No. A, I bet you can make an argument that it would help. Yes, yeah, so it would help them exposure. so much. CBS leaves the CBS, yes. CBS analyst. That would be dope. Yeah, I got it. What but else no, we got? You can't sit on your ass for that long and then just jump in a uniform. One thing for basketball, nothing for baseball, but in the NFL, you need months of conditioning to jump right back into it. I, don't know. I mean, there's, you're not saying that he, you're saying that he won't be doing that conditioning. I'm saying he won't still be in game shape for him to go out and compete at a high level that makes the team that he eventually goes to competitive enough. And if you can't do that, then why the hell am I signing? No, him? I'm not saying he's going to be their first option. I'm saying when the Houston Texans quarterback goes down, when the Broncos quarterback goes down in the middle of the season and they have a defense that can take them to a championship, Tony Romo will get a phone Well, if call. you're this, if you are, the, if it's that easy for you just to slip out of this role, then why retire in general? I don't know what that means. Why would, if he can, if it's easy just, oh, if a Broncos quarterback goes down, if a Texans quarterback goes down and they pick up the phone and call me 
And then I say, yes, if it's that easy, then why retire to begin with? If it's that easy to pull you out of retirement, if it all it takes is an NFL team to pick up the phone after one of their quarterback goes down to have you come on, why are you retiring? If you still have that fire and ability to play, then why not just run the risk of going out there at the oh, beginning of the year? because you probably don't. I think it's more physical anyway. I don't think Tony Romo physically can play the game anymore. I think his body was, is destroyed. If it was Jamal Romo, I bet he would. That's a good point. You got me again. You cornered me, you son of a bitch. You son of a bitch. Yeah, I don't think he feels like going through all the training camps or anything like that. I, think, I think that's why my point still stands that if something happens in the middle of the season, he'll go play. I think he's in the best situation that I think every person on earth would love to be in. Again, he had a very successful NFL career, made a ton of money. I think he made up to close to $120, $130 million as a quarterback for the Cowboys. You'll be a star in Texas in the city of Dallas for eternity even with him not even bringing in a Super Bowl ring, like exactly, I think I think it's perfect. I think he it's ain't got a, no ring. I, I think it's fine. I, Very I, enticing I, to go get that ring. Great looking wife, beautiful family, um, great on the mic. This is a smart move by Romo. What else do you got? Does it Tony Romo is no mo? Mm. I couldn't come up with that one. Was for that Tony wasn't Romo. bad. That wasn't bad. Or like uh, this is his last failed comeback. Oh, pretty good. Pretty good. Look like. That two-minute warning is up. Yeah, that's all I got. Like, well, what do you think? We're gonna go to Facebook Live in a second. We got to give away a couple tickets to tomorrow's Q and A slash watch party with Terry Yake at Bomber O'Brien's in South City, St. Louis. Get your tickets if you don't win them online from our Facebook page or search Eventbrite website for Terry Yake Q and A live at uh, Bomber O'Brien. It's gonna be a great time. Thursday, April 6th at Bomber O'Brien's benefiting youth hockey in the St. Louis area. Trav, you wanna go uh you wanna go live for some fair foul? I think it's great that we go live, Chris. Okay, we'll go ahead and do that. Gaines, you gonna handle it? We got Gaines, and uh, we'll give it away live at the end of Fair Foul. We'll say that. Sounds good to me, Chris. Hey, fair foul. Netflix again hitting it out of the ballpark when it comes to comedies. Debuting last night, Louis C.K. on Netflix. Fair foul, Netflix holding it down on the stand-up comedy routines. I'm for it. We, uh, I just watched Joe Coy's special, which I highly recommend that. I'll watch Louis C.K.'s. I watched the first of Chappelle's specials. Uh, it was good, but I need to see the, quote, better one, I think, sure. as far as Chappelle goes. But just the fact that the content is out there is exciting to me, and it gives people opportunities. And hopefully, it won't just be the giants that are getting uh, the exposure. Hopefully, it trickles down some to the, some of the up-and-coming comics as well. I, and I like the rollout. I like the Dave Chappelle rollout, and then you come back with a Joe Coy rollout, and then you come back with a Louis C.K. rollout. I like that they are rolling it out almost as if they're like new shows every week and if they can keep that up I mean obviously it'll be very difficult to roll out a new Louis C.K. or a new Dave Chappelle every week but but maybe I, that opens up more opportunity if you have people yes. tuning in for a Louis C.K. or a, a Dave Chappelle at an alarming crazy rate like holy shit that means people are tuning in for comedy specials and I'm not always a huge fan you'll see people that crush and then they do a special and you're like meh true very but true if it's if Amy Schumer comes far, to mind right I'm sure she's very very funny live but special not my favorite uh i 
think it's a good thing overall. No, I think it's great. And I think as far as subscriber numbers, like you release a new Louis C.K. or a Chris Rock or a Dave Chappelle at the beginning of each month, I would imagine that just does great numbers for those who who haven't subscribed to Netflix, which, by the way, is the weirdest thing ever. Over 50% of Americans over the age of 12 have Netflix. That's an, a ridiculous subscriber number. That's insane. Chris, fair foul, your hero, a man you've looked up to for many, many years. Bill O'Reilly in the news oh, for okay. sexual harassment settlements. All right. Fair foul, Bill O'Reilly should probably get his freaky ass off the TV. He's made a lot of money. And yeah, he does. He's made things. a lot of money for Fox. He really has. I don't understand it. Uh, I do know that sometimes this stuff can be frivolous. If not, I don't know if it is or not, but I do know that he's got a an image problem with a lot of people, but then a lot of people really support him. I bet if these turn out to not be as bad as they could be, it won't affect him. I think he's got three allegations on the pipe. They've already settled. What, was that on a the pun? Pipe. That was that a was, pun? That was. I'm, I'm glad you like that game. That no, um... <clears throat> He's already settled. <laughs> He's already settled, I think, three separate cases for the amount of $13 million. He's got three more accusers out there. Advertisers are dropping by the wayside. So you would admit this too. Like, this could be there there is a world where people falsely accuse people of this stuff. Is this some comeuppance from him being a dick? And profiting off it? I think he's, uh, I think what you see on the air apparently is what you see in real life. Mm-hmm. And I think if you're settling out to the tune of $13 million, that those accusations have some weight. It's something, right? Yeah, they carry some weight. I think if you are making the argument that, you know, uh, yeah, Michael Jackson wasn't found guilty, but yeah, the, right. it was a lot was there and he did settle, then you got to make the same case for Bill O'Reilly that, yeah, okay, a court didn't find you guilty, but you've spent up to $13 million in settlements and now have three others on the line. And then you have to remember Fox News and Roger Ailes fostered an environment where other women have brought charges against him. Uh, I think uh, I think any other man, any other person, they would be off the air. But because it's Bill O'Reilly and because he's made literally billions for Fox, I think that's why he has more rope. Interesting. Travis, fair or foul? <sighs> it's a tough one. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. It, I can feel you loading it up now. No, nah, <laughs> really. I just, Put it in the chamber, lock it in, and fire away. Chris, how about this one? Go ahead. Fair file. Russell Westbrook tying the great Oscar Robertson for most triple doubles in the season. I saw this. Fair file. Russell Westbrook has got to be MVP, right? Sure. Yeah. Triple double. That's insane. He's he's got, I believe, seven more games left to break the record, which will likely happen. Oscar Robertson was an MVP the year he averaged. He was not. I. It's a man. Gaines makes a good third. point. He finished third. It's, what? Bill Russell was first. Will Chamberlain was second. Well, that's, I mean. Bill Ru- Will Chamberlain averaged 50 and 25 that year, <laughs> and he finished second. Russell Westbrook is averaging over 30 points a game and over 11 rebounds for a guard. Fair over foul. Over 11 rebounds for a guard. Come on. Fair or foul, you could post up George Mikan if he was alive today in his <laughs> primes. <laughs> uh, I've seen some old footage of NBA footage. 
Yes, I yeah. could absolutely do it. Yeah, like the, one of the greatest big man. Guess what Bill Russell's measurables were when he played? He was 6'9", 215. Like, are you kidding me? The shooting guard now. I'm about, yes. to say, I'm about to say the Greek freak in Milwaukee. He's about 6'11 and plays point. So, yeah. <laughs> Just look at LeBron. He's 6'8", 265. We're, we're kind of in that with... Uh, we've, we've moved past it a little bit in mixed martial arts where you get you don't have bar fighters entering the tournament anymore. <laughs> but that's what it was. Yeah. You have a guy who's a 10-year veteran where it's like, no, you just couldn't do anything else and maybe you wrestled in high school and somehow you've made it to the top level of this. Then you start seeing the uh, the higher level athletes come in and you're like, oh God, you're going to kill him. <laughs> Chris Farrafau gains his knees being broken after the conclusion of the final four. Uh, wow. Gaines, did you bet heavy on, on the Zags? I did bet the Zags, but I was profitable on the NCAA tournament. Wow. Way to go. Quite Look fair. at the brains on Brad. Hey, uh, back to back to mine. Uh, fair or foul. I was trying to think of the best way to put this. Fair or foul. And if you go check us out on Instagram, there's a killer mashup meme that somebody posted from the We Are Live Instagram. Oh, God. Uh, in St. Louis today, yesterday, Major League Soccer uh, proposal that was tied in with some city money uh-huh. shot down. Fair or foul? You're okay with that? I am okay with it because I, I get why folks were against it, sure. and I believe there are other lucrative projects that are coming the way of the city of St. Louis that aren't sports related that people often forget or choose to ignore. Right. And and I was a little worried that people were like, well, it's going to directly take money from this. But the group didn't really present enough information and I'm okay with it. Uh, on Maybe the, the right bid at the wrong the fact, time. Yeah. And if in five years we would have looked like dopes again right. because we even put up, we as a city, put up money for a stadium in an era of maybe that's about to be gone right. because people, the joke's over, I think, a little bit. Um, I'm fine with it. And then supposedly there's upgrades coming. Well, it passed for our me- our metro system here. So, you know, in 10 years, maybe the train system will be uh, much more effective here in St. Louis. But I am- I, it sucks because MLS, uh, I'd like it to be here. It'd be a nice piece of icing sure but you got to get the base right first and i i'm totally fine listen i love it uh, i'm not a soccer fan but i love the idea sure of having it but as they were kind of painting it as a silver bullet it was i think they directly addressed that so i should back that up but i guess my point is it would be nice to have it but do it the right way and can we please address these other just disgusting issues that we have here. I think that's... And okay. I, I call foul on blaming city voters. Oh, absolutely. Too. That's absolutely foul. I agree, Gaines. I, I think vilifying other St. Louisans who came out in a democratic process and overwhelmingly expressed themselves that they were not for this approach to vilify them, especially if you don't live in the city or have business in the city, to do that is disingenuous and it doesn't get us to our ultimate goal and that's making St. Louis better. So stop attacking lower class and middle class St. Louis. And wherever you are, this is relatable. I mean, this is relatable. (laughs) Why would you attack? You shouldn't do that. In St. Louis, we have a major city-county divide. Yes, huge. And all the the population of the city has went west, essentially, to suburbs. So 
Let's fix that first. I think that's and the then, beauty of it, Chris. And then Chris. start building from I there. I think that's the odd beauty of this particular outcome of this vote. And I love the city of St. Louis, and we are lying. It's about it St. Louis. Worked out. No, absolutely. But I think the beauty is that it forces us now to ask the real question why haven't we merged? Why is there a huge divide that's been going on for decades? This is anything new to the city of St. Louis. I think hopefully this brings the proper parties to the table to finally sit down and discuss a potential merger that's beneficial for everyone. Hey, Travis, this one is fair. I'll answer it before you. We're giving away two tickets. Uh-oh. We selected the winner before the segment. Two tickets. Hey, I'm on Facebook Live. To the Terry Yake <laughs> Q&A. And by God, I feel like this guy has won more shit Tony Doe is your winner. <laughs> Tony Doe, you have won two tickets to tomorrow night show. He is in the broadcast. He's in the broadcast. Tony Doe of all people wins. Thank you guys hey, for Tony sharing Doe. for sharing that event. He wins two free tickets. How do you feel winning two free tickets to something that's he giving money to charity? He hasn't said anything yet. He did. Yeah. He did enter the chat and said uh, his pee hurts. Oh, okay. Oh, well, thanks Tony to Dale, all of you that shared that post. If you haven't got tickets yet, go to uh, weareliveradio.com. Hell yeah, losers! Give me the prizes. <laughs> he wins two tickets, and thank you to everybody else for uh, for sharing that info because it's the only way we can grow. We're a podcast. We're online. We do live events. Got to tell people about us. So thank you guys very much. Indeed, we're excited about that tomorrow. And big thanks to Terry Ake, Bombers, everybody else for that. Travis, anything else? For Chris, Fair I think that completes today's fair. Clap your hands. It's Wednesday. Almost over. About to get paid on Friday, I bet. Hey, someone treat our fat asses to lunch or foul. Can Riveting. we solicit food through podcasting? Nope. Still can't solicit food? It'll be a little food? late. Be the- <laughs> It would be. Maybe for for the new food segment on Fridays, you could make sure that they bring more. Oh, okay. Okay. So okay. think okay. ahead. I see, I see what think you're saying. Think ahead. So yeah. obviously for Gaines and Chris, another salad. That'd be nice. You could use it. <laughs> You've been eating healthy, Gaines? Yes. It's miserable. I I'm have so been much- relatively, and I've lost a little weight, but... Nothing to be shake a nothing to my shake a cellulite. Are, my out. weekends are always so terrible. So. Chris, before aren't they? Gaines and Chris, before we go, I did want to take a, a time to get really serious for a oh, moment. And if you guys don't mind, there's someone um, that I really love, a very special lady, celebrating a beautiful birthday today. Uh, I believe she's turning 25 today, and I want to give a shout out to JPD. Okay, take it easy, Mama Denman. Happy birthday, baby girl. This is a shout out for you. Happy birthday, Mom. You. Love you. Take care of yourself. Let's go to the strip club. That'll be enough. Okay. No, All right. No, that's uh, the enough out of here. Yeah. Happy birthday to uh, mom. Big supporter of us. Huge supporter. Uh, <laughs> Big supporter yeah. of my Huge supporter of Both us. Both my parents do a real good job of that. Oh, yeah. We, uh, yeah. we miss you on the uh, interwebs. We do. Gave up Facebook for Lent mm. for all of you that don't know. We need to do it. Well, it's been a whole lot less notification. <laughs> I have like, hey, our page is missing some likes. <laughs> what up with that? We know what we need to do. We need to take this show on the road to to Mama Denman's place. Maybe and hang out with them do. for a couple of hours uh, yeah. and do the show yeah. with the fourteen horses and the seventy five dogs. Is that what we do? On. Well, there it is. So uh, we'll get out of here now. And uh, I don't know. Been a fun show today. Yeah, Good yeah. to be back. Love doing it here at Shock City Studios again. Check Shock out- City. WeAreLiveRadio.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. Trav, how you feeling? Feeling great. Hope you all enjoy the rest of your day. That's right. Uh, look out. Uh, Going to be up on iTunes again this week. 
some other announcements regarding additional podcasts joining the network tune in tomorrow. more live events and uh, we're busting our ass you guys this is a full time gig we're uh, we're paying our bills with a podcast and live event company show it's a hell of a time to be alive Hit us up if you want to be part of the fun. See Denman at weareliveradio.com. We can talk sponsorship, events. If you want to do a podcast, come hang out with us. The world-class Shock City Studios will hook you up. Guys, great job today. Gaines, Trav, Sam on the board. We'll be back tomorrow. And we are live. <laughs>